You guys rolled Destiny yet? Everybody roll their I did. Yep. Alright. Hey everyone. Friendly neighborhood GM Zach here. Uh just before we get started, just a couple things to you know put on the table here. Um for the few episodes of this campaign, I'm calling it the side table. Uh that's because we initially had another game going that with this COVID stuff, um we actually kind of had to stop in the middle because um, a lot of us worked together and the schedule started conflicting when our shifts changed. But I'll stop referring to it as a side table eventually. This is our Jedi Adventures uh, game. Uh, it takes place during the Clone Wars, but our heroes, our, our focal, focal people here, do not know about the Clone Wars. Um, and occasionally, we start off with two people. Eventually, we'll get to, I believe, four at least. And uh, occasionally there are some mic issues because we're using Discord. So sometimes there might be some cutting out. We've tried to edit around all of the static and dropouts that we could. Sometimes they happen. We don't feel that there are they are bad enough to constitute um, like changing anything. So uh, you should be able to understand what's going on just fine. Um, Another thing before we get going, I would like to thank um, SLW Makepeace for arranging all of our music tracks for us. She uses uh, Apple GarageBand, uh, all royalty-free music loops, copyright 2004-2017. And um, on that, I will let you get into the episode. Thanks. Bye. Welcome back, everybody, to another crazy episode of Tales of the Outer Rim. This is going to be the uh, first part of our side table. I'm not sure what to call it yet, but this one is going to take place in mostly in wild space. With uh, You guys want to go ahead and introduce your player and characters? Yeah. Go for it. I am playing Daniel Shanks. He is a being of immense intellect. Mm-hmm. And has spent his entire life pursuing and consuming knowledge. Uh-huh. Sometimes this can get in the way or get in him in trouble as some things aren't meant to be known. <laughs> it, I, he, this recently got Daniel in trouble with the local Jedi Academy when, they, when he claimed that the temple was actually an ancient landing pad for more advanced race of beings. Besides the crazy ideas, Daniel generally means well. And tries to help others, although sometimes their insatiable lust for knowledge wins out. <sighs> Daniel likes to know things. He's a super nerd. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a human. And what's your career oh, and oh yeah, and oh yeah, trait? yeah. He's human, and his career is something I don't remember. My head. I think he's a sage. Yeah, I believe it's what seeker sage or something sage. Yeah, counselor. The career counselor is counselor sage, and his specialization is sage. And his motivations are nerd shit and learning. Yeah. <laughs> Everett, you want to go ahead and introduce us to your little bat friend? So, I am Shocky Lee. I am a force sensitive Chandra fan who was raised in a Jedi temple, but he did not have the power needed to move on with his Jedi training. So they made him into a... What was it? They drafted you both to the Explorer Corps. Yeah, the Explorer Corps. I'm trying to remember what my special... My... my, uh, 
career and stuff was. Oh, Navigator. Yep, Seeker. Yep, Seeker. So, and he is notable from the features from a scar on his left cheek from his previous slave owner's whip. <laughs> he also has multiple lashes and scars on his back, which he hides. But he was rescued very, very young as a very young child by the Jedi Temple. So he has revenge and love in his mind as he scours the galaxy for illegal space hoppers. Did you say revenge and love? Yep. Okay. He's never met anybody his own kind. He he never has wanted to know what he was. He just kind of accepted that everybody around him accepted him and that was enough for him. But now that What's he's stuck he's kinda <laughs> yeah. Now he's kinda <laughs> growing up, he's like starting to think about, you know, a family and what he wanted to do and he he uh he doesn't know that there was a planet wide genocide of his people. More like a cataclysm. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it was more really... Mother Nature, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, can we call it that? When wasn't it a lot of greed that? Okay. Got... What happened is there was an earthquake <laughs> on Chad or Chad or whatever you want to call it, and this earthquake. There's a giant earthquake that like caused the tides to recede. So all like like a shit ton of Chad fan rushed out to like pick all of the shipwrecks that were now exposed of all of their valuables and stuff. And I believe it, I believe it lasted for a while. Like the waters receded for a, a good long while. And then as they are wont to do, the tides returned eventually at some point. And like 90% of the population just got annihilated. Cause not only did, not only did the people that had rushed down where the shore used to, where, you know, where the water used to be, get killed, but the amount, like the, the tidal force and everything caused just a planet-wide cataclysm as well. Like, so even those who weren't down there like, uh, looting and pillaging got really fucked up. So... You said there's like 28-something people left? Like 28 people left? What? No, I said there's 90% of them are dead. Oh. Like, died in the event. So, um, you know, even if you were a full-fledged Jedi, you'd probably have like the Syrian... Like exception where you're allowed to mate because your yeah. species is <laughs> dead. But yeah, so you guys are members of the Jedi Explorer Corps. We are in the we're in wild space. You guys are flying aboard the Gray Sparrow, your Hawk Two Ninety uh, transport ship. That two months into our expedition now probably smells a little bit like bo. Yeah, and guano. Well, I've been I've been pretty diligent about that. That's one thing I never understood about other bats is that their their need to just drop trow wherever they want. I'm I'm a pretty pretty polite Chadra fan. As polite as Chadra fan are, Daniel will say that next time you come out of the <laughs> So you guys have been exploring wild space for a long time now. Uh, you would know nothing about the Clone Wars. I want to say at this point, uh, we're a little before our other campaigns, so the Clone Wars are actually probably happening right now. And they probably recently started. Who knows? I mean, you guys have no clue. You're out in wild space. So you guys, as you are out... You are scouting hyperspace lanes and all that, all whatnot for the Jedi Council. You guys, you know, punch in some calculations and hit a jump. Excuse me. And are pulled out of hyperspace uh, when your computer detects something in the way. And you guys come out of hyperspace and there is a freighter ahead of you um, drifting listlessly through space. Do we have any sort of tractor beam on board to use to slow down the ship and bring it in close to our, our docking port? Uh, no, you could match speed and dock with it. Can I do a roll for that? Yeah, you just want to go ahead and, and, and dock to it? Yeah. It's going to be an average check with the black die because it is mobile, so you're going to have to like match speed and, and all that jazz. So. 
What would that be? Coordination? Piloting space. Piloting space. That makes more sense. Playing Stargate music? <laughs> so you got three advantages. Yeah, it was. I let it <laughs> So you manage eventually to dock with it. It takes you a little while. Your three advantages are uh, nothing. Nothing bad happens. You got you know nothing. It just takes longer than expected, but you end up docking with it and get a nice umbilical to the ship, and are able to jump on board. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait what? Jump on board. Hmm. Can Daniel see? Any markings on the ship that would maybe let them know who or what this ship belongs to before we just jump onto a random freighter? Uh, give me a uh, perception or a computer's check, I guess. Yeah. Let me let me check which one's better. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with computers. Sure, go for it. Yeah. Three success to advantage. All right, <laughs> so um. As you got, you know, you you guys see the ship and you're approaching it. As he starts to dock with it, you pull up the computers and, based on their, like transponders, you get that the ship is called the Silver Sun Pick Me Up, and it is captained by a Duros named Sherm Cortana. And that uh, it's a it's it's you also get it's a registered salvage ship with the Galactic Republic, like they. Or they're just, it's a salvage ship. So, um, why it's drifting in space, you're not sure, but. But they should be mostly on the up and up. Yes. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. They're not like pirates or anything. It's a, it's a registered known ship, and it has clean documentation. Okay. They usually, they usually go after, like, they operate on the outer rim, sometimes in, in the fringe of wild space. They go after ships that have, you know, they just go after random stuff. They're salvage. So if they find something broken, drifting <laughs> through space, it. they'll take it. Yeah, dead dead satellites, ships uh, that have gone adrift. Maybe maybe there's some hyperspace lane scouts that didn't quite make it and hit asteroids no. while in jumps that they or or they just doing. didn't have didn't have the supplies to make it back. So now they're dead, and oh. now their ship is just <laughs> drifting. Oof. So no, oof. Whatever happened. Can like we, they don't it, kill people. Are they dead? Like, or do we can know I try them? and initiate comms? Yes. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me another uh, computer check. Gotcha here. Computer. Oh, boy. Oh. Nothing. There's no response. You see that their comms, you know, their comms are open. They're not, like, they're not avoiding contact, but you're not getting any response. And with your three advantage, since your umbilical is connected, you can actually, it's like echoing through their ship. Like they've got it on speaker or something. So, oh. What, what does Can this I? Say? Is Char Char in the cockpit with me? Uh, Char Char is a child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. He's, he's off murdering Not little. Char-char. What's your dude's name? Daniel. 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 Damn it, Daniel. Daniel Shanks. How does you pronounce your guy? Shaki Shock. Lee. Shaki. Shaki. Shaq. Shaq. You could Shaq. call me Shaq. That'd be all right. Shaq. Yeah. Just Shaq look attack. at you kind of funny every time you do it. Okay. So what did Shaq say? I'm going to calm down to uh, Daniel and just be like, hey, this ship's not responding. Do you see any, like, carbon scoring on the outside? Or these dudes might just be, like, dead. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Let me check Shaq. How do, what, can I do it? Roll average per, average perception check. Yeah, uh, you don't see anything. By the time you and had already left the uh, anywhere that you could have seen carbon scoring, so there's no way that you would know. It's too late uh, for that. I I didn't see any, but I wasn't looking for any check. Should I should I be? Should I have well, been? I mean, you know. I mean, they seem to be on the up and up. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna kind of stutter up and up. I I I don't understand what you mean by on that. the level. Legit, you know. 
Are, are you okay? You're speaking in weird tongues. Did you get in to the whiskey again? Sorry, I'm speaking in local, or not local, colloquial metaphors. I'm sorry. Oh my god. They. This seems to be a. Oh fuck! I don't even know what I want to say. Le- legitimate operation. A legitimate ship. Operation ship. Uh, salvage ship. <laughs> Fuck. This seems to be a legitimate salvage ship. Sent from the Galactic Empire. Oh, uh, well. No, 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 no. Ah, Republic. The Republic. Galactic Republic. That isn't an empire yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, so you guys going to go ahead and... Uh, what, uh, what's your next course of action? You guys just want to check it out? Because at this point, you've got the umbilical attached. Like, you've sent the little mag mag umbilical to the other ship. You found there, like, a, like you're, like, top to top. And, you know, you guys can go down a short ladder into their ship. Or up, actually, whatever it would be. It's space. There's no up or down. So, I mean. Uh, okay. Um, I am going to start heading towards the hatch. And mm-hmm. I'm going to... Uh... Leave my bow and arrows and stuff. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Okay. You drop into the ship, and it appears to be in, like, a low-power state. Like... Like it's been drifting for a while? Like it was probably got into in a hurry, and when they left, they whenever they, you know, left whatever they were doing, they were going so fast, they were only interested in getting, like, engines or whatever going. So, so it looks like the ship was stolen. Maybe, um, you can't really tell at this point. Sure, um, I'm gonna call out. I'm gonna ask if anybody's there. Uh, see your if vo- the ship responds to any voice input. Your, your voice echoes through the halls. I'm gonna call Char Char and tell him to hurry up. Char Char again is vastly away in the void. <laughs> Daniel. Daniel, sorry. Gosh. It's going to take me a while. It's going to take me a while. I'm sorry. So what did you come, Daniel, for? I'm going to tell him to hurry up and get to the umbilical so we can search this ship. Um, Okay, I'll be right there, Shaq. I just got to... uh, (laughs) Every time you call him Shaq, you just hear him under his breath just go, It's Shaq. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Shaq. 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 Jack, am I saying it right? Sure. <laughs> uh, so he, well, he's saying that you can just hear like, actually, you can hear pages ruffling and stuff, and it sounds like he's gra- gathering some books and shit and stuffing it in a bag because that's what he's doing. So you're both going onto the ship, then? I need you guys both just to give me an easy fear check. <laughs> that's What's not easy. Uh, discipline. I'm sorry, discipline. I was like, what? It's a fear check, but you're rolling discipline. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oof. Daniel is fucking scared, bud. So, shock with your keen bat senses. You know, there's some weird, creepy noises, but you can tell that it's just regular ship stuff. And, it, you know, you don't, you're, not, you're not hearing anybody moving around. You're not hearing any whispers. You don't smell anything. No, like, dead body smell or... Well, you don't smell anything around you. Nothing's approaching you. Oh, I don't sense any. Daniel, as he, he, you're already a little bit into the ship while, when Daniel comes down, so he, there's no one around him. Uh, so two failures and an advantage for Daniel. Daniel, I want you to take two conflict, please, because you have to fight the dark side of the force, which is, comes into, the shape, into the shape of fear. Oh, okay. So as you're exploring the ship, you're going room to room. You know, you're checking it out. There is nobody on the ship in like the crew quarters or the cargo bay. But as you make your way to the cockpit, you do in fact smell what is most likely a rotting corpse. Hmm. I'm gonna cover my mouth and walk up into the cockpit. Can I do a perception check to see what I see? Uh, no need. You see 
In one seat, uh, in the co-pilot chair, you see a satchel that has some, you know, it looks like looks to be pretty full. And then in the captain's seat, slumped over the controls with his hand on, appears to be some sort of, like, probably a recording device, you see a Duros. Hmm. Okay. Uh, can I grab that um, device off of his lap? Yeah. Are you going to uh, play or whatnot? Are you going to try to activate it? Yeah. For Also, while I'm grabbing it, can I do a perception check to see if there's... See if I can sense, like, cause of death, like, cracked in skull or, mm. you know, sure. like a... It'll be... Excess blood in a specific area of the body. Sure. Easy um, perception check. Or a medicine check. Perception. All right. So two success and an advantage. You see that very clearly on the left side of the captain here is a large gash from his back up to his front. Like something slashed him across the back and took maybe a chunk out of his ribs. And there is a good deal of blood. You actually, as looking back now, you weren't sure, quite sure what it was, but there's, there's blood leading to the captain's deck. It, it could have been oil. It's, it's so old yeah. that it's, you know, long, dry, and, and you know, you're like, oh, that's what Duro, <laughs> dry Duro blood looks like. <laughs> you. I'm going to okay. come in to the scaredy cat and ask him if he's seen anything. Come into what? Did you say the security cat? No. Scaredy cat. Oh, he's coming, Daniel. Uh, uh, yeah, so Daniel will hear that and go, uh, 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 sorry, uh, check, uh, sh- I mean, check, check, I, I don't, uh, okay, uh, oh, it's just been, been a long time since I've seen a dead body, or smelled one, I guess. Is, is Daniel in the room? Uh, yeah, you could be in the room now. Okay. He's gonna see the dead body and go, oh, uh, oh, uh, that's, uh, that's a dead body. Okay, um, maybe, do you, do you see anything? Would it, I, I don't really know bodies. I'm more of a researcher. Do you see anything that I thought? Yeah, I found some dead bodies. Like, besides this one? Oh, wait. No, just this one. <laughs> so when you pick up the recording device, as his hand slips off of it, it begins to play. You hear a voice. <sighs> this is Captain Sherm Cortana. Of the Silver Sun, pick me up. This is probably going to be my last recording. The crew and I stumbled upon what should have been find of a lifetime. Old. Oldest ship I'd seen adrift. Republic cruiser of some sort. All blown to shit on the starboard side. After we docked, we found some dust-filled old Mando armor and some robo-cores. Ancient stuff. Looked to be real Besker. Grabbed a bucket and what looked like it had been split down the middle by something and noticed it was we was in a temple. Damn Jedi markings all over. Found a pile of robes, some pendant. It was like I was being called towards it. As soon as I touched it, heard screaming and shooting. God's awful mech screams. Saw Trub's pieces flying and something tearing into my crew. So, I ran. Took a heavy hit to my side, but chucked Lauren behind me so as to draw the thing's attention. Not proud of what I did, <laughs> but I made it out. At least I get to die with my lady. I'm sorry. And the calm ends. So he threw his fucking crew member behind him? Oh, they were getting ripped to pieces from what it sounds like. So. Uh... He, uh, you know, grabs someone and he had to make it back to his ship. Captain's got to go down with the ship, my dude. <laughs> That's okay. So, yeah, the captain's dead. You've kind of heard his story. There's a satchel next to him on the co-pilot seat. If you guys want to go through it. Daniel, yeah, he'll be, like, going through the guy's satchel even before, like, the thing ends. Because he's going to hear Jedi Temple, Amulet. What sounds like an ancient evil being unleashed. All oh, this sounds super interesting to him. So, yes. So, 
be like immediately just like, oh, cool. I want to see these fucking right these symbols and shit that he saw. Right. All right. So what you find in the satchel? You find an runes. ancient helm that's cut in half. Did you say runes? Yeah. It looks like an ancient Mandalorian, like thousands of years old. Go ahead and make me an average knowledge outer world or outer rim check. Oh, yeah, I can do that. To success, to advantage. All right. Uh, you notice that it is split in half and the cut is so clean. The only thing that you know of that could cut that cleanly would be a lightsaber. Mm. You also know that this style of Mandalorian helm and the fact that it is a real Baskar was most like, huh? What's Baskar? Baskar is Mandalorian steel. Oh, okay. It's super... That's like the strongest shit. You know, you seen a Mandalorian yet? No, I don't have to. Okay, that's fine. So, but you know that, that this <laughs> is, uh, like, back during the Mandalorian War type shit. This is thousands of years old. Okay. This is like, ooh. The helmet cut in half... Give me a just a a hard knowledge. We'll go with lore check. That's fine. Or computers. No, we did lore. <laughs> okay. Uh, it looks to be some sort of ancient computer. You're not sure what it, it, it's a. It, or I'm sorry, a droid. A droid controller core. You know that much. Uh, but you're not quite sure what it's for, but whatever it is, it looks like it's big and that it, it is also equally ancient. Uh, but you also know that with this core, generally this is something that you could you, you would be able to use to control a droid. But it's it, it seems to be minorly damaged to the point at which you're not quite sure how functional it is. You'd have could to I, find the droid that it goes into. Could I roll... Oh. Okay. Wait. Didn't huh. Jack just find a droid? Uh, no, he heard, found a recording that talked uh, about some sort of droid, like, god-awful mech screams. Oh, that's right. Um, so he's going to kind of, like, look at all this and go... You're not done yet. There's oh, I'm more. not done yet? Oh, no. it's... Oh, no. There's also a... Learning's fun. You also find a talisman. It looks like a roughly teardrop-shaped stone chip that's about two and a half centimeters long with some distinct but unrecognizable carvings on one side, and it, radiate, oh it radiates power. You can see tiny little veins of crystal uh, when you hold it up to like the computers, the lights you know, behind, behind you or whatnot, and it, it almost looks alive. There's been a little hole drilled into it so that uh, they've woven some sort of leather strap to it so it can be worn around the neck. If you want, you can give me a hard knowledge lore check. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Uh, Can I use a light side point for this? You want to upgrade? Yeah, because this would be like something super obsessive. Yeah, go for it. Like This is something that Daniel would definitely find interesting. Mm-hmm. I figured it might be. All right, two success and a threat. With that threat, take one conflict because you, you're you kind of being obsessive. And it's yeah. it's not... It's obsessive to the point of unhealthiness, but you must know. Yeah. So, with the two success, you, fi- um, you remember... Since you've poured over tomes, uh, you... You have access to the Jedi archives when you were still a youngling and whatnot. So yeah. you remember that this spirit, this amulet specifically belonged to an, uh, an ancient Jedi named Val Issa. You remember seeing hollows of her. She guarded something called the Traveling Sky Temple. Sometimes this talisman is called the weight of our history. And that this stone came from Ilum. Okay. Uh, it also... The carvings on it are some a proto republic dialect, and it actually spells out Valisa Jedi Master. Does oh my god! I was gonna say, does it look like this? But I'm trying to draw this. Like that. It looks like a teardrop. So it looks like 
this. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Delete that. That's like a cursed image, bud. It looks... Oh my god, did you just make the fucking eye from... <laughs> no, you bitch. No, you bitch. It looks like... <laughs> this. With... <laughs> a necklace. But it's much smaller than I made it look okay. like. So it looks like more one of the... the pendants it doesn't look like your weird-ass golden bird creature you drew there. <laughs> Yeah, for real though, that's gonna give me nightmares. So you have this, you have this, this warm, radiant gemstone um, necklace, and so, a dead captain, a ship, adrift in space. So it's like the pendant from uh, A Link to the Past. Yes. There if I remember that correctly, yes. There's three of them. But yes. Okay. So hoping for the eye of Ra. Anyways, okay. So is that all? Yeah, that's everything in there. So Daniel is going to be like had just poured through this. I assume by the time he gets to the pendant, like the recording ends. Yes. So he'll turn and look at Jack and go, Jack, Jack, do you do you know what this is? Like this this right here, he's holding like. The, fucking shitty helmet to him. This yeah. is amazing. Like, this is old. And he's going to be, like, holding it and his eyes pop when he says old. <laughs> this is old. Like, really? Like, like this is legit. What did you say that kind of armor was, Zach? Be Beskar. This is legit Beskar. Like, legitimate Beskar. I'm sorry. I keep using euphemisms that you might not understand. I'm just so excited, and he kind of just like takes a deep breath and goes. And then there's this pendant. It means something. He's less enthused about the pendant. It's it's cool, but it's pretty cool. It's like this pendant also means something. It means. Then his uh, his hands are like in front of his face, and he closed fists, and then he opens them and just goes something. Oh yeah, this thing goes to a robot, and he holds it up. I think it goes to a robot. I'm just gonna kind of like continue looking at looking at him blankly, just blinking at his. <laughs> just like, gonna, what, is this stuff that we need to report to the council? He's gonna like have this really pensive look on his face, just like eyes closed, like he's thinking really hard. And he's gonna go, maybe. And just <laughs> shake his hands like spread in front of his face. I'm I'm gonna shake his I'm gonna shake my head and then at, like hold my hand out for this necklace so I can take a look at it. I'm gonna say, let me see this thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Jack. Look at it. And grab it. Do I uh? I feel anything? You f you definitely feel like this is some sort like you feel the force in this talisman. Like powerful, like or like something sleeping. Uh, I, I, it's, it's pretty, pretty powerful. I would imagine it's it's warm. You definitely it, it's radiating energy power. You feel it. the force kind of like coming off in waves. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel this, and I'm gonna like have my eyes kind of open wide a little bit. I'm gonna go. I I, I think we need to report this ship right now. Let's let's get yeah, back. To, yeah, let's yeah, get yeah. back to our ship. Oh, before you do that, can I have? I'm just gonna make a suggestion, Daniel. Can you jump on? You guys want to check the logs of this real yeah, quick? Yeah, uh, I was gonna actually say, yeah, for sure. Daniel was gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Just, drop uh, some logs. I, I just, I wanna let me look at the the logs right here. I wanna go through the computer and see like what, what was going on, where they were at, where they were going. I mean, obviously, this is where they were at. Well, I, I I'm gonna be honest. I don't know what killed these guys. Um, do you, do you have any idea what would cut? Like this? Uh, lightsaber. Pretty, pretty sure it's lightsaber. You're just gonna see him go white, even though he's got black skin and fur. He's gonna go white. <laughs> so, like, what kind of lightsaber would be coming in here to kill? I mean, the Mandalorians were. This is something he would know for sure. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, Daniel will go. Well, 
the Jedi fought the Mandalorians around this time. I think they did, didn't they? Yes. During the Mandalorian yeah. War, the Mandalorians were trying to conquer the galaxy, and the only thing that kept them from doing so was the intervention of the Jedi. So more than likely, this was caused by a Jedi who struck the the killing blow, so to speak, of this Mandalorian. Yeah. This, this totally lines up. Although, an undiscovered Mandalorian battlefield. Oh my gosh. Get Jack. Jack. The, the implications. The, the possibilities. I got, I got to look at this first. Oh my god, I just realized it's Shaq because you wanted to call him Jack. Oh my <laughs> fucking god. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make me your goddamn computers check, you son of a bitch. Uh, I was trying not to be too obvious about it. It took me a minute, but I fucking got it, bitch. Uh, okay. Computers? Yeah. I missed the joke. Whoop. From the show to- that he based his whole character on. <laughs> The guy that he worked with, the captain he worked under, was named Jack. So they used to... Two oh, Jack, Daniel. Jack, Daniel. Anyway, so can I use a light side point for this, too? Uh, uh, yeah, you can. I use it. I mean... Yeah, yeah, it? I mean, yeah okay. It's, it's Daniel here. Yeah, Go for it. Obsessed with shit. All right. Yeah, anytime you use a light side point threat or whatever, I'm giving you conflict, but that's fine. Uh, so a success and three advantage. You, Does that go for uh, both of us, or just? Well, his 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 um, what is it? His negative morality is based on obsession. Mm. So yeah. when he when he's obsessed, and and something bad happens, he's gonna take some dark side. Oh, so I don't have to take dark threat. side. Huh? I didn't have to take one that time. No, you didn't this time because you success with advantage. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. With a success and three advantage, you end up going through the logs and you kind of get a lot of information on the last few like weeks or months of this crew. And there's a, a, a log of the docking, you know, because they kept meticulous records so that they were on the up and up, a legit operation. They had docked with that ship. They, there was coordinates. There's also like a drift rate calculator, like, hey, this is where we docked with it. It was, you know, drifting this direction at this speed. So you guys can 100% calculate where this ship would be to get to it. And you know, this is a huge find for the Jedi. Oh, nice. Everett, can I have Shaq make me a average discipline <laughs> check? Shock, Shaq. All right, two success and three threat. Go ahead and take three conflict because you feel the gym calling to you and with your recklessness, you put it on. It's not a bad thing, but it's part of your morality. So I'm using it. So when you put on this, put this necklace on, as he's going to the computers, like your eyes roll back in your head and you are... No longer Shaki Lee. You find yourself on a stone dais staring at a hidden safe embedded in the floor. A holocron sits nestled in the safe's center. The safe's lid, a stone block the size of an astromech droid, lies off to one side. The dais stands in the middle of a large chamber made of dark stone, perhaps 30 meters wide and just as tall. Stone walkways arc in circular patterns around the chamber. Even as you lift the stone block into place over the hidden safe, the chamber shudders, and you hear distant explosions rumble. You turn to your students and the crew of your starship. One wearing an officer's uniform looks up from his comlink. Master Risa, the Mandalorians have breached the hull. You nod firmly. Go. I will hold them here. You can still escape in the sanctuary shuttle. Your students protest, but you, but you accept no argument. In a moment, they fled, leaving you alone. You kneel down on the dais, your lightsaber sitting on the stone before Soon the sound of combat fills the halls and a pack of armored warriors bursts into the chamber. You look at them calmly. I do not seek a fight. The warriors howl and leap at you, weapons drawn. You wait calmly until they are moments away. Then your lightsaber flies into your hand and you spring forward to fight your last battle. And as the vision begins to fade, you hear Val Issa's parting words. Do not follow my example. 
Jedi cannot retreat from the world. They must struggle, succeed, and fail with the rest of the galaxy. Don't and your, your eyes come back to focus and you realize you're, you're, you're Shaki Lee again and this critical uh, event has just happened and you, you, have, you were in the past for a moment. Yeah, that actually is a lot. So I'm going to I'm going to kind of be zoned out. I mean, like, I'm not going to really understand what this means. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to think it's something that I need to mention to uh, damn it, Daniel. Um, yeah, so exactly. I'm going to but I am going to take out. I assume I have like a, like a hollow pad or something. I yeah. can take a note on. Sure. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to copy down what happened. Just, just write it out like vague points, you know, caveman. Yeah, talk, you're doing nothing you're, specific, but right, you're doing this while he's going through all the ships. Yeah, like what happened felt like you know maybe maybe an hour, but was really just seconds. Sure. All right. So, what are you guys going back to your ship, and then what? Yeah, Daniel will be scroll. He'll pull out a book or a notepad from it. Backpack that he's carrying. Oh my god! Scrawling down all the shit that he just heard. Like I should be right now. <laughs> and case in point, hang on. Yeah. What was the name of that Jedi that I was for an hour there? Val Isa. I'll type it into the game chat. Val Isa Jedi dead AF. Mm-hmm. So and okay. So, quick question. Yes. So, when the Mandalorians were fighting the Jedi, mm-hmm. this was way before the thousands. Order sixty six, right? Thousands of years yeah. before that. Yeah. Okay. So this ship, if anyone, if any, you know, if any person was aboard the ship, they are pretty much dust at this point. Well, yeah. we don't. Is the ship back from? That time period, or is it the no, 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 no. Not from that time period? No, what we is- found, what this guy found was from that time period, but he is a scavenger that found it in wherever he found it. He found it drif- drifting aimlessly through wild space. It was like blown to shit. Like, like I said in the hollow, the uh, port, uh, starboard side was completely blown out of it. Yeah. So he found a ship. Okay, so he knows. So we know the location of a ship. Mm hmm. That is filled with Jedi and Mandalorian relics. And at least, well, you don't know this, but. It's like. Shock knows that there is a holocron on this ship. Yeah. And at least one lightsaber. Yeah. And Daniel just knows that it's likely filled with Jedi and Mandalorian relics. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I am gonna come out of my trance, Mm -hmm. or well, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna stop copying it down. I'm gonna go get at the helm, and I'm gonna say, "Hey, uh, we should start heading towards this location that we got." Daniel will look like he jotting stuff down and go, "Uh, uh, uh, "Wait, check what? What? What are you talking about? Like, we need to report this to the council immediately." Oh, we'll report it. Trust me, I want to go see this as much as the next person. But yeah, but you know, the the, the whole thing about it is, is we, this is our job. You know, we're here to explore, and explore we shall. So you know, let's just uh, go. And I'm gonna start punching in all of the codes and stuff. Uh, uh, I'm gonna use a dark side point, Daniel. You need to know about this. Yeah. You uh. You're the one who knows the calculations to get there because you're the one that saw, you know, all the logs and stuff. And you know you should report this to the council, but I'm going to I'm going to invoke your obsession. <clears throat> and you need like this is literally except for these salvagers, you don't know what kind of damage they could have done to the, the you know the relics on board, but this is the greatest find of the past 2,000 years, probably. Uh, Alright, well, I guess I'll just type up the report as we're going. And we could probably bounce it off of 
Stop. I mean, we don't have to like go all the way in there. We can just go like no, 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 look no, no, at no, no, it. No, you know, I think I, yeah, you you already sold me. Let's just you know figure out things when we get there. All right, awesome. And I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> what? That's just funny. All right, awesome. <laughs> just <laughs> well, because after that vision, he he's never seen. You know, this is. For him, he's the strongest kind of in the shadows, you know yeah. what I mean? Like this is also he, probably the strongest force experience he's ever had. Yeah. And that power is still flowing through him. He can feel it. He still has a necklace on. He hasn't taken it off. He w- he doesn't want to. Right. Oh, also, oh, I need to tell you something. While you're wearing this necklace, you actually get a boon. Oh. There's no price associated with it. However, a force-sensitive character who wears it once per session may add either a light or dark side point to any check you make. Those can be used as for force powers. Um, I believe they can also be used as a... And I can pick whether it's a dark or a light? Yes. Oh. Does that count for just my rolls or anybody in the vicinity's rolls? Just you, whoever's wearing it. Okay. No, I'm saying, can I add like as me if I'm yeah, there around like, another force user? Can oh, I no, no, add no, no. A only dot- only only okay. powers that you yourself right. are you? Fair enough. All right, and I say we get the calculations in. Tell them to strap in and strap in and strap on, baby. <laughs> strap in that strap on. Let's go. And I'm gonna punch it. All right. So, are you the astrogator or Daniel? Are you the astrogator? No, Who's the Daniel astrogator? is. Most likely the astrogator. I am the astrogator. I have astrogation too. So do I. What's your? Oh, that's fine. Whoever is the astrogator needs to make me an astrogation check. Yeah, you can be the astrogator. I only have four points. I only rank four. I'm not rank four. I'm rank zero. What? Just wrong. I'll have. We'll have. Oh, have astrogations based off of intelligence, and my intelligence is four. Can I like? Can I like? Come out of light speed, like a, hub, a couple hundred feet off the planet's surface. That's not a planet; it's a ship. Uh, so, with a success, oh. a threat, and a triumph, uh, go ahead and take one conflict for your recklessness. <laughs> you hear Daniel just, oh my neck! <laughs> but you yeah, manage to get to the ship with the triumph. Nothing bad happens, but you uh, are going to notice that the best route to the ship there are. There's debris from other ships all around. There, uh, there's plasma wind from oh. like a, a pulsar that's not too far away that keeps buffeting the side of the ship, basically like strong current, strong waves. And there are asteroids all around this area. So with your triumph, though, I'm going to upgrade your piloting check you're going to have to make to dock to this ship if you want to. But hold on, let me first... <laughs> Let me Docking. first put you guys on the ship. Ooh, it's an old hammerhead. It is an old hammerhead. That, that is an awesome freaking picture. Yeah. That is so cool. <clears throat> I managed to find this one that had no labels on it, which is just crazy. Yeah. So. And the whole top's cut off. Oh, that's perfect. Huh. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to do a piloting space check? Let me hold on a second. Before you come up, approach it, I'm going to need an average perception check. Got it. It's. Oh yeah. All right, a success. You guys, the first dock you see is this. Oops. Docking. The sternward sternward airlock over here. Towards the back of the ship. Neato. And I'll need just another average piloting check to dock to it. Uh, hold on. Let me upgrade it because you had a triumph. So go for it. Perfect. Yeah. So you guys managed to deftly maneuver around the all the asteroids and space debris. At the same time, the side you're docking on is like behind the ship so to speak in relation to these plasma winds solar winds that are hitting it so can as we're doing this can daniel do something like just see if he notices anything about the ship 
like markings or anything. Yeah, and can I look for like what kind of class it is, like who might have owned it, things like that? Well, the you if you want to do a visual check, it'll be perception, but if you want to, it'll be average. But if you want to do a computer's check, I mean it'll also be average, but that'll Yeah, he wants to scan the computer scan. He, he okay. I mean, you'll see a ship, but he's more concerned with what is telling. Yeah, go for it. Bloop. Two success and two threat. Mm, what should I do with those threats? Should I just give you more conflict? What? I'm already going to give you a shit ton of reasons to give me conflict. All right, fine. We won't take conflict. So two success, two threat. You, you know, it's a hammerhead class. You know that it's, it's old. It is the sanctuary. But beyond that, you know, you're, you're not getting anything else. Huh. You're, not, you're not able to, like, access the computer or whatever. You're not able to really get anything from it apart from the class of ship. Okay. You're not so, even able to scan through the hull. Hmm. It's, a, it's an older model, so it's like, you know, made of st- stronger stuff than your scanners are used to. So, or maybe your scanner, maybe your, maybe your scanner stuff, since you've been out in wild space for a while, is a little damaged and is not quite potent enough to uh, scan through the the hull. Yeah. Daniel will kind of kind of look at it or look at what his readings are giving him and just kind of furrow his brows for a second and go. Well, okay, I guess that makes sense. Okay. Uh are we ready to go, Shaq? I, I don't see anything out of the ordinary here. Alright, well, let's Hey, thanks for sticking around at the end of the episode. If you guys have any questions or comments or whatnot you'd like to leave for the crew, uh, we have a Twitter at T-O-T-O-R-F-F-G. It's TOTOR FFG. It stands for Tales of the Other Rim, Tales of the Outer Rim, uh, and Fantasy Flight Games, which is the company that uh, made the game. We also have an email, which is TOTORFFG at gmail.com. And we have a subreddit, uh, Tales of the Outer Rim. So uh, check us out there. Leave some love for the crew. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed the show, and uh, thanks for watching. We'll have new episodes, you know, on the way, and, you know, have a good one.